This is an excerpt from Different Ways, Revealing the Feminine by Seal, published 2020. Chapter 26, Lilith and the Nature of Negative Space, Part 3, The Last Carnival. While we all agree to the reality of time being linear, there are some of us who experience and recognize time and space as a spiral as well. Though in death physical separation feels acute when those close to us die, death is not what most people think it is or imagine it to be. I'm thinking we are not even close to grasping this important aspect of our humanity. Death is a disembodied life. It extends beyond our vision and awareness, We still have these energetic connections. They're just beyond our ken. We rail against the absence of our dead because we think it is safer and saner to hold them as gone in our mind this way. It is not safer. It is just easier. Look around. There is little safety in our world today beyond pretending and maintaining a pretense of it. We are constantly recreating this tragedy that ends in a fatal sacrifice of innocent people, mostly children, and the infirm, in the name of being safe in a way that doesn't even really exist. Death is feared because we have turned away from honoring those who have died before us. We abuse what is given for us to enjoy and we disrespect what is sacred for future generations. We think because people are dead, and we cannot see them, that they are gone. Lost is a favorite and horrible expression for someone who died. You are dead, so now you must be lost. Not exactly a welcome proposition. If we have lost our debt, we did so by our will in acting out the drama of our very real feelings of shock and despair not by their dying. We are afraid of death because we are ashamed. Having turned away from our ancestors and friends, we realize that the same will be shown to us when we die, because, by definition, we will be lost. What could be more vacuous? We imagine our dead are lost because we are blind to their presence. This is a perception that is seated in a paradigm of scarcity. Similarly, we imagine we are no longer in love, when in truth we move away from love. Love is always there. It is like air. It works in and out of our bodies to keep us alive. We hold our breath. We wander away. We cannot see, turn away, or are led away by distractions from love. If it displeases our ego, we rename it and decide, like we do for diagnosing an illness or disowning death, we decide that the pain is too overwhelming, and it must be outside of our power to understand its nature. When we stay in love, we can live fully, flawed, scarred, battle-worn, and forgiven. We can die this way, too. It is not a fun process to befriend death, initially. Mortality is shocking when one is raised to ignore it. 
Most of us don't cross paths with death until a loved one dies and we feel the dissolving of their physical presence into a new energetic relationship. To befriend death takes knowing one's soul, and soul has fallen from favor for, for humanity, especially, it seems, in Western culture. That is why few people seek out their soul to develop a personal relationship with it, and let a soul's familiarity with death bring a full life and a full spectrum of love into an acute focus for them. People are fond of framing their soul as something embodied by someone else to complete them, assuming someone else to be their soul to focus on safely from a distance and separation. My confusion regarding my soul and what I thought it was is laced with tragedy. Living as being separated and viewing things as not attached to me that are of me has created a world of hurt and misunderstanding for myself and many people who have tried to love me. I can regret until the cows come home, but it is not going to move me any closer to making anything work out differently. The healing is in the learning, and the only thing that can transform the sting of learning, a hard lesson, is trading it in for wisdom. This is the economy beyond gold. Most people do not want to go another round, once bitten or even start the conversation regarding their soul intention in life. We run frantically to the latest episode of Distraction Du Jour on the Box, right? Because we can. What few people understand is that just the fact that one is drawn to an artist, a production, a story, or a presentation suggests an initiation into a conversation with one's soul. This is where synchronicity, an a-causal connecting principle, is seated. That is, something of each of these episodes and the encounters was talking directly from your soul to you regarding your life in a language you can only know through an interest in it. This personal exchange exists if you want it. You miss the whole combo of watching or reading or experiencing with only your eyes. We make a thousand and one choices a day and suffer or enjoy the consequences of each until we choose to open up or lose the choice entirely by the term of our embodiment running out. We can see if we want to. Often, we don't want to. No one is on or off the hook in death or in mortal bondage. No one person is essentially older or younger in terms of spirit and soul. A zygote has the same personal karmic trajectory as the hundred-year-old elder. Our time in a body is essentially a carnal ride that sometimes demands an amazing amount of healing and always requires responsibility because, well, stars. We carry them. We seek out the like energy within us. We see our souls in the illuminated around us for inspiration. We are not alone in this life in joy or sorrow or caprice. 
but we do not recognize full ourselves or the ones we love because of our choices and the lens we use to see. There is only the work of loving human life as soulful and the care and respect of our bodies, the bodies of those in need, and the earth that sustains us and supports us. That is our business, our work. We've not met our responsibility here, and we double down to do it now so we can empower the natural laws of the planet to save our lives, so we can evolve and open into an ability to use time as a spiral properly and recognize the sources that connect us all in natural law. Until we recognize natural law, we will kick, scream, blame others, and kill to try to make the pain stop. The pain we design and enable through disease and suffering. And we can draft out to stop it for good.